will focus on a topic near and dear to our hearts and our livers. Dive bars and the stories they share. In the age of unbridled gentrification and suddenly luxury apartments, cities of all sizes are losing their unique cultural capital faster than your landlord can scribble rent increase next month on a crumpled napkin and slide it under your door. One overlooked and oft-underappreciated cornerstone of city life is the neighborhood dive. Too dark to see the dirt, too cheap to be hip, with every patron balanced on their usual near-busted stool growing ever more prone to chatting up the new stranger. Before Yelp and before smartphones, the dive bar was a shared living room. For better or worse, and well beyond just the booze, they were at once a therapist's office, a kitchen, a meeting place, and a haven and a soapbox for artists or musicians, a boxing ring sometimes, and a way to bring people with little in common, aside from thirst and proximity, together. Buffalo is home to less of these gems in the rough every year, and I plan to document them by interviewing staff, customers, and whoever else will scream over a jukebox that's probably old enough to drink. Born and raised in Harlem, as well as halfway through my 21st year of life, I am a novice when it comes to bars in general, let alone dive bars in the 716. I want to take a dive into the scene by uncovering the stories they hold from the people who make them what they are today. Bartenders and their barbacks, bouncers, patrons, owners, neighbors, tourists that wind up there, and even local strays who seek refuge within the four walls of the local dive. We'll hear their rants, confessions, worst blackouts, favorite memories, and more. Dive bars can be the start of your pregame, the nightcap of your evening, places for first dates or final goodbyes, or just a place to chill with familiar faces. The graffiti-covered bathrooms may not always be up to health standards, but you will always be able to throw back a good drink with friends or even strangers. So, what is a dive bar? According to www.wikipedia.com, a dive bar is the colloquial American term for a disreputable bar or pub. It may also refer to a neighborhood bar where local residents gather to drink and to socialize. Individual bars may be considered disreputable, sinister, of poor upkeep, or even a detriment to the community. Okay, Mike, so have you been to any dive bars? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say uh, I've, I've had plenty of interesting interactions with them. Uh, I've spent time with them working. I've spent time with them drinking. I've spent time with them making friends. Uh, and I've spent time with them uh, making bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> So would you say this is like an accurate description of what a dive bar is? 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's why we all go there. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a staple of the community, and uh, for better or worse. Do you have any favorite dive bars that you go to? Uh, well, since moving uh, to, to the city of Tonawanda, I noticed that they're much deeper ingrained in the culture. I, I think it's uh, part of the, the blue-collar heritage that we have here. Um, I, I was born and raised in Tonawanda, but I, I left the city of Tonawanda when I was about eight years old, so a little too young uh, to go and get a beer around the corner. But uh, since, since moving back to the neighborhood as an adult, um, I've, I've noticed that that's where everyone on my block meets up. Uh, it's not necessarily a place that you'll see on Yelp or anything. Uh, it's not really somewhere you would go to like impress somebody. <laughs> uh, but you know, my, my girlfriend and I just sort of wandered in there one day because it was a mysterious cinder block building and, uh, didn't have any windows. And that's the kind of thing we tend to wander into. Okay. So I, as I mentioned before, I've like recently turned off the legal drinking age in the U.S. And so I have only recently started going to bars. And do you like, would you be able to describe like the differences between a regular bar and a dive bar? So uh, a regular bar, if we're, if we're setting like regular as um, a sort of average across all regions and Western New York and, and just sort of taking like our best shot at it, a regular bar is a nice place. Like <laughs> you go there and you, you go in with, expectations right okay so you expect that the bathroom is clean and doesn't have all kinds of wild stuff penciled on the walls like you go in you expect the bartender to be nice you expect there to be four million beers on tap you expect ingredient uh, sorry cocktails with like more than two ingredients uh you expect there is always ice you expect that the stools will like not try to kill you and like a dive bar you're not going for any of those things and that's what makes a lot of people hate dive bars and also makes them kind of attractive you know you're going because it doesn't have those things you're going because of the people there or the experience not because it has 5.1 stars out of five Okay, so what isn't, or what is a dive bar not? Uh, so the easiest way I think I can sum that up is stories of how I've been kicked out of nicer places. Um, you know, like, okay, th there's this one establishment in Buffalo that shall be named <coughs> Coles that um, <laughs> I went there with my friend and my girlfriend on a ladies' night. And uh, ladies' night apparently meant that ladies got a special souvenir cup that was bright gold and said coals on it, and their drinks were 50 cents off. Whoa. Crazy. And uh, so the, the 50 cent off drinks, you know, my girlfriend went up to the bar first round, been together a long time. We trade rounds. She buys one, I buy one, she buys one, yeah. And she got the first round, so we got these awesome souvenir cups, super psyched about it. And we're each sipping out of those on the patio. 
and suddenly some dude in a hoodie from over the railing from outside tries to grab my cup and just like wrestle it out of my hands explodes all over him because it's a cheap plastic cup and you know he, he just starts screaming at me and I turn around and there's four bouncers on the other side of all five foot four of me and uh, I was kindly escorted out the back entrance uh, apparently the you know souvenir cups were ladies cups and you know it's it's not like I didn't have one extra dollar to throw them but apparently I wasn't supposed to have that in my hand I didn't know it and you know basically you a bar that is not a dive bar has all those rules expectations you don't go into a dive bar with expectations and you certainly don't go there because of a set of rules and it it's almost like a dive bar is better defined by what it's not wow i'm still stuck on the uh four gentlemen escorting you out yeah easily one of them could have like bent me in half and whooped my ass <laughs> not not that crazy i don't get it <laughs> but yeah i have you ever been thrown out of a bar um not a bar but a club oh the club yes yes and it's only been um it's all been in buffalo one of them is understandable i was underage (laughs) i (laughs) i got my age friend to buy me a drink classic um we were allowed to be there underage but you can't have a drink obviously and I noticed, Just visiting. <laughs> I noticed that there was a bouncer or a security guard watching me drink my beverage. And I don't know. I'm kind of stubborn. You can ask a lot of my friends. I'm mm, kind of stubborn. I, I get the notion. Yes. So I see him standing up and approaching me, and I quickly drink the rest of my beverage. And that's when he... We've only been there for 10 minutes at this point. That's when him and a lovely gentleman coming from a different direction come towards me and my girlfriend and tries to escort us out. My friend who bought us the drink and her girlfriend, who is also not 21, managed to get away safely, but that was very unpleasant. For legal purposes, this is all well without, uh, well beyond the statute of limitations. <laughs> Ignore any, uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Could be completely fictional. This is for podcasting purposes. But quite recently, um, I went to Venue. Oh boy. Yeah, I've never been to venue. I wanted to know what the hype was. It was the first week of classes. And um, I don't, maybe my expectations were too high. I was sort of bored and they had a VIP section and I really enjoy ice. Chewing it, also throwing ice, apparently. (laughs) And the bouncer mistaken me throwing it as my friend who clearly wasn't engaging in the... uh, tomfoolery that'll get you so i had to leave out of principle because she got kicked out the high road always excellent thank you to the um bouncers who serve this country by making sure underage people and people who throw ice do not have fun keeping Uh, us safe exactly there we go one ice cube at a time one ice cube at a time what is your favorite dive bar and an experience you remember having at that dive bar? Uh, that's kind of tricky because the whole dive bar thing doesn't necessarily uh, include a whole lot of remembering. Um, but uh, 
but really it, it has to be down at electric avenue not the song uh the the bar literally located at mohawk and uh, ellicott where my uh my close friend matt uh we'll just call him matt Ka because that's his dj name was uh moving out of town he's moving back home to savannah georgia and the night before he left uh it, w- it was really emotional and it was wild to see all these people you know male female otherwise uh dogs um the owner uh every bartender that had ever worked there with him everyone else just come together and have this moment that was trapped between sorrow and like pride that he was moving on with his life and everything else all together with like a ton of free shots um it you know moments like that are moments you only really get it dives where like everybody knows each other and nobody's pretending to to do something or be anyone else uh, another one has to be right after i moved into my neighborhood now uh the the bar on the corner jake's grill fy they don't have any food um <laughs> my my girlfriend and i went there right after we moved in at like seven o'clock on a wednesday or something because we didn't even know where to buy beer and we go in, we hadn't even eaten or anything, and there's just all this fish fried up and potatoes and everything else. Um, the first thing the bartender said to us before even asking us if we wanted a drink was if we wanted to eat and just pointed at all this perch and walleye, um, which is like the best fish you've never had it, even if it's from Lake Erie, it probably won't kill you. And uh, they were sharing it with everybody and the fishermen had literally like just fried it up uh, out back and then served it to every single person that walked in, regardless of whether or not they bought a drink or why they were there or anything. It was just there for everybody. And from there, you know, we sat down with all these people we had literally never met and they all wanted to be your best friends. Um, Even though, yeah, they really had no reason to be and uh that is that is something special yeah yeah i feel like that interpersonal and emotional connection that you have with the bartenders and the other patrons is what really makes it more of a dive bar and less of i don't know like one of those cliche popular places i feel like i've had a similar experience at cubby hall in new york city which is an LGBT dive bar, but I think it mostly caters to like lesbians. Yeah, we've got and, those here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, I was having, I was over the summer and I was having like a really shitty day, and I just left work, so already people were like there when I went there, and it was like I don't like probably five twenty p.m. and there was already patrons, and they were giving out free gear because it was like around the pride time, and. I think a few minutes later they were giving out free pizza as well and it's like every i just started going there because uh you have to be 21 to go there but like all the the way the people interact with each other i knew they probably frequent there a lot and there's people who i would see whenever i would go there and it would be really entertaining and really fun it's like sort of like a family loosely connected through alcohol and memories 
Yeah, it's totally different than going to like some gastro pub and then just interacting with the people that you know that you brought there. Um, it it doesn't feel quite as forced. I, I don't really know how to explain it all the way, but I guess that's what we'll be exploring in the next couple of podcasts. <laughs> Woo. Wow. So that's the end of our first episode. And uh, tune in next time where we discuss Jake's Grill in the city of Tonawanda. I'm Amari. And I'm Mike Wolf. And this has been Dive Bars, The Last Call.